0: You may remember from way back in vet school, the hormone glucagon. It's secreted from the alpha cells of the islets of Langerhans in the pancreas and helps to maintain blood glucose levels in the body via gluconeogenesis and glycogenolysis. In other words, it's almost the opposite of insulin where it maintains and increases blood glucose. Currently in veterinary medicine, Glucagon is sometimes used therapeutically as a drug for refractory hypoglycemia in cases of insulinoma. In other words, it's given to insulinoma patients in an attempt to increase their blood glucose. Glucagon is also potentially used for treating hypoglycemic diabetic emergencies and in managing metabolic diseases such as ACTH and growth hormone deficiency. In a recent study by Zussweger and all, the authors evaluated the effects of subcutaneous glucagon on glucose, cortisol, ACTH, and insulin secretion. They took five healthy beagles and performed a prospective randomized study. The dogs were given an injection of 1 mg of synthetic glucagon subcutaneously or intravenously. Alternatively, they may have received a placebo. Then, They had blood measurements of insulin-like immunoreactivity, or what we call insulin IMR, glucose, ACTH, and cortisol concentrations performed. This study found that subcutaneous glucagon caused a significant increase in blood glucose from baseline, more than 120%, with the peak effect at 20 minutes post-administration. When given intravenously, glucagon was even more potent, it caused a significant increase in blood glucose from baseline with peaks higher than with the subcutaneous dosing at 20 minutes. Insulin-like immunoreactivity increased significantly from baseline in both the intravenous and subcutaneous groups compared to placebo. However, subcutaneous glucagon did not cause any significant increases in ACTH or cortisol levels. Cortisol values did increase in the IV group. What are some potential side effects from giving glucagon? The only adverse effect observed in this study was sedation, which was subjectively more pronounced in the IV group. So what can we take away from this study? Subcutaneous glucagon seems to be a safe and effective means of treating emergency hypoglycemia and could possibly be used by owners of diabetic patients in a hypoglycemic crisis at home as they get ready to come into your clinic for further evaluation. However, the use of glucagon doesn't seem to be very applicable in veterinary patients for measuring ACTH deficiency, although more evidence is needed. Some cons of this study, overall, this is a small study in healthy animals, so we don't know how glucagon might work in a truly hypoglycemic patient. Further studies in clinical patients would be helpful. Also, the first measurements after administration of glucagon were taken at 10 minutes in this study it might be helpful to know if the effects are seen sooner, especially in an at-risk hypoglycemic patient. In conclusion, if you have responsible owners of diabetic patients who are already giving subcutaneous insulin at home, having a dose of glucagon on hand to use subcutaneously in an emergency with a veterinarian's guidance over the phone could be life-saving in cases of severe hypoglycemia. Ideally, it'll be great to get a baseline blood glucose first, if owners are performing at-home blood glucose monitoring to rule out diabetic ketoacidosis, or DKA, the opposite problem. When in doubt, it's safer to treat for a presumptive hypoglycemic state. For more information on DKA, check out our podcast called DKA, Does Diabetes Kill Animals? For more information.